Um, hey guys, thanks for tuning in again. Another uh, quick little field note. Possibly, uh, I hope this helps you. But let's say you're uh, going through this, and I want to say this leans more so to people who are maybe whistleblowers or people exposing government corruption. But um, it's important for you to understand the how disinformation works. <clears throat> and I think a lot of people think disinformation just means lying to someone. You know? And, you know, it's it's actually a lot more involved. In fact, William Casey, the former uh, head of the CIA in 1981, is uh, famous for being quoted saying, uh, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the public believes is false. So, think about, and this, like I said, this is more so for people who I would say are on the government shit list. Um, think of disinformation like a horse race. Okay? And each one of those riders... In, in this horse race, you know what I'm saying? Um, they've trained hard. They've trained really hard for this horse race. And, but there's many different horses in the race. And each one of those people's trained hard. Each one of those people has a family. Each one of those people um, has sacrificed a lot of their lives, etc. For uh, this horse race. Because winning this horse race not only means that they get a large, substantial part of prize money, but then also their, um, their life's going to change. Everything's going to change for them. And at the horse race, you know, you obviously you have the fans. You have the fans watching the horse race. And all, you know, and all those people are betting on their favorite horse. Uh, they're betting on the guy they think is going to win that horse race. And so the race starts. And, you know what I'm saying, it goes through, you know, three grueling laps around this track. It's a fast horse race. And, um, you know, it's high stakes. Everyone's betting on their horse. And, you know, you got to think of, yeah, you got to, you know, who, think who who's going to win that horse race. Who wins that horse race? Think about who wins that horse race. Um, it doesn't matter who wins the horse race. It, it doesn't matter the fans who win the horse race. <clears throat> um, the horse race was um, just a big event. It was a spectacle. It was something that was necessary to happen. But every buddy um, has uh, a bet on what horse is going to win. And they think that's important. But it's not important. It never was. And the people who thought they came there to see a horse race... They're not important either. They're NPCs. Something you know about in games called non-playing characters. Um, so who wins in that situation? Well, obviously, 
the the horse track wins because everyone came and they all brought their money. Um, the security guard who works at the horse or at the racetrack kind of wins because he knew everyone was going to be watching a horse race, and while everyone was watching a horse race, he turned off the security cameras to the parking lot and allowed some criminal buddies to go and break in all the cars and take all the valuables out of it for the of the people that came to watch the horse race that they thought they were there to see. Um, the guy who feeds the horses the night before made a lot of money um, feeding all the horses except the one that they wanted to win. Um, a, a supplement that'll severely dehydrate the horses so their muscles don't work as well. And then the night before, a bunch of people brought those horses there. They brought them in horse, uh, you know, obviously in, in, in horse trailers, etc. With, uh, you know, extra large ones so they can bring a bunch of gear. And the guys, and, and, the, and the three guys who owned the racetrack made out like bandits. Because everyone there came to spend their money. And the people who run the track knew who was knew about the corruption going on in the uh, by the horse feeders and they let that happen because they knew that that guaranteed that they knew which race was a uh, horse was going to uh, win so they know which horses to hype up so everyone spent their money on the horse that wasn't going to on um, that wasn't wasn't going to win and, you know, out of the three people who own the track, you know, the two on, uh, two entrepreneurs and the one um, loner, uh, orphan, rich kid uh, are the ones that made out, except um, the loner, um, orphan, rich kid who provided all the seed money to buy the, and, uh, Re, uh, revamp the old racetrack is gone missing and later after the horse race that didn't matter is over and everyone's money got collected um, that guy's body is going to be you know put in one of the horse trailers and uh, driven off and no one will know where that guy went meaning those two guys who own the track We'll just get the track, and then they didn't have to pay for it at all. That's disinformation. That's how disinformation works. I think there's an even uh, funnier um, metaphor for disinformation, or even better metaphor for disinformation, uh, that uh, a Rick and Morty episode, if you don't know what Rick and Morty is, Rick and Morty is a TV show. Rick and Morty is uh, a TV show um, where Rick's car uh, car battery dies and they have to fix his car battery. And um, here's that clip. Holy crap! I thought we were inside your car battery, Rick! This is like a whole planet or something! Thanks, Morty. I'm pretty proud of this bad boy. Check it out. 
I put a spatially tessellated void inside a modified temporal field until a planet developed intelligent life. I then introduced that life to the wonders of electricity, which they now generate on a global scale. And, you know, some of it goes to power my engine and charge my phone and stuff. You have a whole planet sitting around making your power for you? That's slavery! It's society. They work for each other, Morty. They pay each other. They buy houses. They get married and make children that replace them when they get too old to make power. That just sounds like slavery with extra steps. Ooh la la. Someone's gonna get laid in college. It appears we are being revisited by the alien known as Rick, who once gave our world the gift of Googlebox technology, which, when stomped on, generates electricity, powering our homes and businesses, improving our daily lives, while safely removing the dangerous waste power to a special disposal volcano. But why has Rick returned? And what will he say when he hears the big news? Let's find out. You need to tell these people they're in a battery, Rick. It's messed up. There's caterers down there. They're setting up chafing dishes. Would you relax, Morty. There's nothing dishonest about what we're doing. Now slap on these antenna. These people need to think we're aliens. What? Why? She obviously, you really know nothing about car repair. Hold on to something. I put an unbounded vacuum inside a temporal field until a world developed. I then introduced the people of this world to the wonders of electricity in the form of a device I call the flubel crank. What they don't know is that 80% of every crank's energy output gets channeled out of the miniverse to be used by us. No more Google boxes. I gotta tell you, Z, with no disrespect, I really think what you're doing here is unethical. It's not cool. What? You got the people on this world slaving away making your power? I mean, that's what I call slavery. No, no, no. They work for each other in exchange for money, which they then... Well, that just sounds like slavery with extra steps. Eek, Barbadurkle. Somebody's gonna get laid in college. Rick, a word? What the hell was that? I know. Eek, Barbadurkle. It's a pretty f***ed up ooh-la-la. No, what are you doing telling this guy that his mini-verse is unethical? Do, do you not see the hypocrisy here? Holy crap, you're right, Morty. Hypocrisy. Somewhere on this planet, there's got to be an arrogant scientist prick on the verge of microverse technology, which would threaten to make Zeep's flubel cranks obsolete, forcing Zeep to say microverses are bad, at which point he'll realize what a hypocrite he's being. His people will go back to stomping on their Google boxes, and you and I will be on Ice Cream Street, baby! Eating that motherfucking ice cream! Slurping, slurping, slurping it up! Why, why, why are you making that face? Holy It's me. I've convinced the people of this planet that I'm a traveler from another world. You don't think that's overdoing it a little? I mean, you could achieve the same effect with a pair of... Never mind. You know what? I shouldn't be so critical. I'm an alien! Places, please. We're about to land. Oh, too fast. Continue to turn your flubel cranks. I will bring you other great alien advancements. Hey, uh, let me ask you something. Yes? Any of your uh, scientists working on anything new? All of them. That's their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, energy-wise, anyone working on, say, a little universe in a box? How do you know about that? It's top secret. So remember, a crank a day is not nearly enough. <laughs> crank it. I told them this means peace among worlds. How hilarious is that? Really funny, Zeep. Hey, Zeep, the fake president of your fake world has something fake important to show you. It's not much now, but once I learn to accelerate the temporal field, I'll be able to interact with any sentient life that evolves and introduce them to the wonders of electricity via a pulley-based device I call a blueble yank. But what they won't know is... You'll be taking most of their energy. Yeah, 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 I get it. It's showtime.
you do realize this will make the Flubel crank obsolete? This is wrong, Kyle. What you're doing is wrong. You're basically... This is slavery. You're talking about creating a planet of slaves. Uh, told you, Zeep. Oh, they won't be slaves. They'll work for each other and pay each other money. That just sounds like slavery with extra steps. What? Wait a minute. Did you create my universe? Is my universe a miniverse? Microverse! A teeny-verse. Ugh! You bastard! Much obliged! What the hell is happening? This is healthy! Trust me! You're my mother That's all you are! I made you! Your microverse sucks! And your miniverse is the size of a lobster tank! It's whack! Are they not really aliens? No, they're just a couple of crazy, wacky scientists, you know? So he made a universe, and that guy is from that universe, and that guy made a universe, and that's the universe where I was born? Where my father died. And where I couldn't make time for his funeral because I was working on my universe. I made you! <laughs> yeah, science, huh? Ain't it a thing? You know, one time Rick accidentally shot his laser pistol right through my hand. You know, I mean, like, old lady science. You know, she, she's, she's, a, she's a real... You gotta hang on tight, you know, because she, she, she bucks pretty hard. Oh, boy, what... Oh, my God, no! That, I think, is the best way to describe disinformation. Um, if you do disinformation right, uh, you can create a giant spectacle, which really is just moving the guy at the top uh, career, or however he's moving through, you know, whatever his uh, power structure is, or whatever, you know, however he's trying to move on to the next... Um, step in uh, whatever his journey is that's kind of how disinformation works Um, it's really just uh, a transfer of power and while that transfer of power is happening lots of loose ends on some on lots of other things are being tied up or covered up or um, you know the, the time being on the clock being run out what have you but disinformation just isn't like a lie. It's not just someone tapping your shoulder on one side and really they're on the other side of you. It's Yeah. You're creating you're creating universes. You're think of people who, who lie a lot. Okay. Well think of people who lie a lot and then micromanage all the lies for all the people in that universe, which is actually another lie. And that sounds super silly, but if you're going through this, and let's say you're on the more government end, more so for whistleblowing, what have you, they will turn your fucking life upside down, inside out. They'll get the people around you to think that one thing is happening when another thing isn't. They'll do things to the people that they encourage to abuse you and convince them that things are happening that aren't really happening. Um, they will convince the fuck. They'll convince the people who are. Sp- supposed to enforce the law in your area that one thing is happening when another thing isn't when another thing is actually going on and in reality um the person who is trying to make sure you don't leak information or you know like whatever the you know the reason why the government is shitting down your neck because you they don't want to be embarrassed because reputation is everything and if you don't have reputation you can't continue to lie to people or spit disinformation um 
you know. And and while that's all going on, they're also making money off of everyone, all these parts moving around. And the people who are making money while that's all going on, and those people are just the underlings. There's also, I think, one more great scene. I think a movie can even better illustrate than my words of the people who are making money on all the people who are being lied to. Because people in the intelligence community know are like Indians. Like I've said, I even have a whole podcast called Becoming the Buffalo where I talk about how they they just every part of a situation. Let's this is why our, our this is why the CIA is the most feared. Something horrible could happen to the the nation, right? Something horrible can happen to the country. And they will turn those lemons into a lemonade empire. Do you understand? They will just they ninja roll out of everything. And that's why our intelligence agencies are the most feared in the world. But going back to the people making money while your life's being destroyed and all of everyone's being lied to you and everyone thinks that they're smart and they know what's actually going on in reality and everyone is playing each other and they don't understand and then there's the people like I said there's the people making money and this is kind of like their story here's a great uh, clip from the movie Fifth Element uh, starring Bruce Willis this I think sums it up perfectly Jean Baptiste Emmanuel it's nice to see you again, Father. Ah, I remember you now. The so-called art dealer. Well, I'm glad you got your memory back. Because you're going to need it. Where are the stones? I don't know. And even if I did know, I wouldn't tell somebody like you. Why? What's wrong with me? I try to save life. But you, only seem to want to destroy it. Oh, Father, you're so wrong. Let me explain. Life, which you so nobly serve, comes from destruction, disorder, and chaos. Now, take this empty glass. Here it is, peaceful, serene, boring. But if it is... So busy now. Notice how these sound is useful. What a lovely ballet ensues, so full of form and color. Now, think about all those people that create them. Technicians, engineers, hundreds of people who will be able to feed their children tonight so those children can grow up big and strong and have little teeny children of their own and so on and so forth. Thus, adding to the great chain of life. And that's essentially how you have to look at disinformation. If you're going through this program, it's because you're a whistleblower. Um, just understand, like, disinformation is uh, is a ballet. And um, it's really just, a, think of it like, a, you know, a currency. Uh, just think of it like a transaction. Um, whether they need to distract you, whether they need to waste your time, where that information is no longer... Um, import as important as it was. Uh, if they were then also going to use that information so they can come into a community and own it, 
and then all their friends come in and they all make money building a whole bunch of shit in the town after you, you know what I'm saying, um, blew the whistle on maybe some corruption or what have you. Like, just everybody is, everybody thinks they know what's going on. But in reality, it's it's just a chess move. What you see is this large, huge situation happening with all these little different moving parts and these people are involved and these people are involved it's uh it's like a it's like um it's like an mlm you know multi-level marketing the only people the only people who are really winning is the people at the top and everybody else throughout the pyramid all thinks that they know what's going on and then they have all the people under them that they've been lying to and those people after a while they get smart and we're like hey we should you know capitalize on this opportunity and then they have people under them whatever it's it's uh disinformation is a pyramid scheme but what is a constant is that the people in power or the people with authority their reputation stays intact so they can continue to stay in power to continue to have their authority hope that helps because uh, yeah, I hope I hope that helps you understand like what disinformation is. people people really confuse disinformation as just like a lie, but it's not. It's it's essentially world building. You understand? It's mil- it's building a snow globe. It's building a reality, and in no way do you need to build that reality on facts. In fact, you know there are um, what's it called? There's this guy named. Uh, uh, Caldini, and um, he broke it down like this. There's uh, it's that he has a book called the uh, scientific, uh, the six scientific principles of persuasion. There's reciprocity, which is like you give me something, I give you something. There's scarcity, you know, something's important or rare or what have you. There's authority, like who is saying this information commitment and consistency so the the you know how how dedicated you are to a story you know what i'm saying and that you keep coming back with this narrative liking so liking is like do you, you know what uh, something that ident- you identify with the person who's saying it um if it's something that you identify with And then consensus is uh, social proof, and that's all the hu- a human being needs to needs to check off their list uh, for something to be an undeniable truth to them. And if you noticed on there, uh, facts wasn't on that list. Do you understand? You can you can build a narrative, you can build facts, you can ha- etc. Uh, you uh, you can build a truth right without any facts without anything to back it up it's literally why they say um history is written by the winners so let's uh let's first and foremost let's say you start to you 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 uh you start a rumor what you're first and foremost is going to do is you're going to take the um authority principle and the liking principle you're going to take the authority principle. so who is saying this stuff about somebody Right? Who is the the authority? People saying this about somebody. Um, okay, then you take the liking principle. Who are people 
that other groups identify with saying this to somebody. So let's say you have a cop saying that. That's nice. A cop is saying it, but not everybody believes cops. Not everyone believes the authority. So then let's say then you have someone who identify who is in like, um, let's say you're trying to smear somebody in the area. First, you can get cops, right? You get the authorities, the people who would be like, well, they're saying this, right? And then um, once you have the authority saying it, right? No facts. They could just say it because they've been an established authority. Then you get the liking principle. Then you get figure out the different groups in your in your area, right? You get you get some you know, you get like a like a like a stay at home mom or whatever, you know, like 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 a hot milf or whatever that like has a whole clique and everyone kind of you know everyone every, every, there's 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 cliques in every town. But let's say you get like a like a a stay at home mom or whatever, and uh, she's you know, really, you know, she's, I guess, successful at what she does. She landed herself a good dude. She's a really hot chick. Uh, they're kind of upper middle class or whatever. So then she delves that information to her, uh, stay at home mom friends or whatever. Right. And then because they like her and what have you, they also tend to, uh, emulate and digest things that she likes. This sounds silly. This sounds silly. But when I, when I, what I compare it to here in a second, you're like, oh yeah, shit, that is how you do it. Um, and then he, she says, oh, I heard this from the cops. So then you've mixed that with the liking principle. Now, at, at the, you know, and then you get people in the business community, people who have a small business. You have them spread this information, whatever. You get a successful business guy in the business community to spread that stuff. You get a successful person in like uh, in church groups and whatever, like whatever the big church is with a nice pastor or whatever. You have him start saying this to all his pastor friends and whatever. And he distributes this information in churches and whatever. Um, so you get all the people. It's just like selling a product. You understand? We sell lots of products that are... Sorry, I dropped my phone. We sell lots of products that are bad for people. Fuck, we used to sell cigarettes. People, There were doctors that would recommend cigarettes. And this is after the Surgeon General even said that cigarettes killed. Like, people still, you know, they still sold cigarettes on TV and doctors, four out of five doctors would recommend a certain cigarette. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, even when we know facts are not true, it doesn't matter because if you have an authority backing it up and then you have um, something, use the liking principle, right? Let's cross these all six of these off the list. So we have the authority, we have the liking principle, people, things, people that, pe- th- uh, people who, other people like or identify like a celebrity or whatever um just like with the product but you do that who are like i guess the authorities in the community you know it's the it's the the hottie you know stay-at-home mom she gets all the other you know moms that kind of idolize her and do that keep up the jones shit and they oh did you hear from blah 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 she said this da, 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 da. and then they all fucking da, 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 and they all fucking start ch- all the chatterboxes start fucking spreading that shit you do it with the business owner. Stay away from this guy. He's going to fucking try to steal your money. Da, 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 da. Who would you hear that from? Oh, so-and-so. Fucking Officer Barbary. Oh, well, I like you. And the, you have the cop that's backing you up. You know, and then they start doing that. And then what happens is, is uh, one and two get crossed off the list. Reciprocity. So I'm giving you important information, right? Uh, now you feel like you're, uh, now, now you feel like I've, get, you know, that you're almost in my debt. I've warned you about a danger, right? And then they've never heard this from anybody else. 
this is, you know what I'm saying? Now this is, uh, that, that triggers the scarcity thing. I've known this guy my whole life. I've seen him all around town all the time. You have this information. Now you have reciprocity and scarcity. It creates an economy right there. You know what I'm saying? You're creating like a, a small economy. You're, you're, you're giving, you're doing a back and forth where, you know, I'm giving you some, you're, you're some pertinent information. I'm using my authority to give it value. And uh, I've never heard this before. This is very salacious, whatever. So there's reciprocity and scarcity right there. That sounds silly. But when you give, when all of a sudden a product comes and it promises to rejuvenate your skin better than anything else that's ever been in the market ever. You know what I'm saying? And it's coming from an actor whose face is, who's never even really needed in the first place, whatever, but they're leaning on their, on their, on, you know, on their clout. You know, that become it becomes an economy. It becomes an economy. It's just like selling a product. And then commitment and consistency. So now you're having the people who spread these rumors that, you know, like influencers or what have you, they don't change they stick to the lie they stick to the lie they keep saying the lie they keep saying it over and over and over and over and over and over and over it's commitment and consistency and then number six on the list is consensus everybody's saying this now do you understand now everybody is saying this now everyone says this is the reality everyone says we're here to come to watch this horse race right Everyone says that's what we're here to come here, and that, that this 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 rider is fucking up. And then there's people who know the game, so they need another story. What's going on? What's really going on? Oh well. While we're here, we're also while we're here taking these people's money, we're also going to break into their cars. The security guy says, right? So that's one group of people because there's everyone. There's left because you have to always have the story for the people who reject the reality. Um, what's really going on here? Oh, well, for the horse race people who kind of know the inside of that, oh, well, what's really going on here is so-and-so is feeding all the other horses a bunch of, you know, uh, stuff to make them constipated and make them run slow tomorrow, and we're going to have this guy win, and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know what I'm saying, you also got to have variations of the lie, uh, because not everyone believes whatever. There's always, everyone always wants to think an angle, and those lies will take care of themselves eventually, but as long as you have your core group of people saying something people they have the clout to say those things they're saying an authority is backing up those statements um and they're being consistent about it you can just just go ape shit man sooner or later now you have this whole little snow globe of a reality that isn't true and and it's important that the key people who are spreading these lies you can do it with like i don't know 12 to 14 people and as long as the authority right let's say like i said if you if you would use this model for your your neighborhood all you have to do is have the authority the police just say yeah yeah that's true even though they are they aren't they aren't even prosecutors or whatever i i think it kind of drifted over into my case that's essentially what's going on is in my case you know what i'm saying but th then they create that reality and then while Everyone's focusing on one thing, the thing that's not the reality. Now you can pick everyone's pockets. You can turn this into all these opportunities, etc. So um, disinformation is not just a lie. It's, it's world building. You're building a world. And 
once consensus kicks in, you know, consensus is the last one on the, on the scientific principles of persuasion. Now you have a foundation because now if everybody's saying, right, when you ever heard that thing, oh, well, that's common knowledge. Well, that's common knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's common knowledge. If you swallow a watermelon seed, it's going to grow in your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's common knowledge that electricity. Like, think about the things in the in in in, in uh, history that have been common knowledge that were bullshit. Common knowledge that you know that electricity falling from the sky is Zeus mad. It's common knowledge. Right, right, right when you have after you have people just after you have the consensus to kick in, once people just start saying it and they just. Um, everyone just thinks that they're there just to watch a horse race everyone just thinks that they're you know what I'm saying so once consensus kicks and now you have a foundation and then from that foundation you can build entire stories once you have the consensus kick in right that, now you can build entire because now that is considered a truth and it does not need to be checked even though it's not backed up by facts from there, you can build entire, entire, like, worlds from that. It's, it's crazy how the human mind works. But if you notice, seriously, these are the only, these are the only principles you need to persuade a person that something is real because humans rely on crowd-served information. So once you have these scientific methods of persuasion, like I said... Uh, like I've said before, man, a lot of the things that uh, are dangerous are things that you can easily get out of a college textbook, but they're a uh, college psychological, uh, a psychology textbook, and but they're just weaponized. And if you understand the principles of how they can be weaponized, you understand like, oh, this is dangerous information. Um, it just is what it is. And if, if it's never been presented to you that way, if you're just sitting there memorizing and you're like, oh, reciprocity, scarcity, authority, commitment, consistency. Like, those are just things you memorize, but when you learn them in principle, you understand or you, you see how they work. Um, you really see it in a different way. But selling bullshit is just like selling cigarettes. I mean, it got to the point, right? It's got to the point where doctors are recommending cigarettes because consensus kicked in. Everyone thought cigarettes were just, you know, bees knees. And it took a long time. Pulling teeth, lots of people had to die, etc. for us to be like, oh man, these uh, they're killing people. So, um, don't confuse... If you're under this abuse or whatever, don't confuse your situation where like, oh, people are just lying. Like, no, 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 no. It's they're they're building a world. Do you understand? They're world building. And um you know, clout and authority is like putting up capital for a house. And that's why it's important that they isolate you and they turn your privacy into a novelty. Etc. And that's how they get away with, you know, corruption. That's how corruption happens. Is they use their um, reputation as means of collateral. After you've built up reputation, right? Reputation. You know, there's this uh, reputation is everything. It's even. It's it's even. I think one of the first things said in Robert Greene's books of. Uh, 
What's this shit called? The 48 Laws of Power. Great book if you want to read it. Uh, 48 Laws of Power, but he says that reputation is everything. And it's true. It's the collateral. It's the gold standard. Think of think of reputation as gold. And, you know, the reason why they say uh, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Because at, at a certain point, it's kind of just like money. Think of reputation as money. You understand? Think of reputation as money. Um, if you have a lot of money, it's easier to make more money because you can hire the right people that are really good at their job to get behind a good thing to ensure they could push it through the marketplace like that's a literal term it's called push through the marketplace i mean a lot of people don't even i mean lots of things that you think are successful now were actually pushed through the marketplace because someone had enough money to throw at it that regardless how much money they knew that if they threw enough money at it it would gain momentum and then be successful because they could hijack the the principles of persuasion. This is the scientific methods of pers- uh, principles of persuasion. The reciprocity, scarcity, authority, commitment, liking, consensus. Believe it or not, the first Xbox was not very popular. They had to push that through the marketplace. They knew if they just kept throwing money at it, um, and they were consistent, etc., um, they got the right celebrities behind it, and they kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Um, Eventually, it would be it would rival the main. Um, uh, it would rival the PlayStation. That's, I know that sounds silly, but it's the best example I can think of. Uh, but yeah, this so people can just keep pushing a narrative, and they're gonna. And if they have a lot more clout, or if they have a lot more. Um, authority on something or whatever even if what they're saying is complete bullshit um they it will win they will win it's like having more money than you you know during an election or what have you that's why it's you know these big war chests are you know essential but once you have a consensus right once you convince everyone something is happening right or this is the thing that's happening once you convince everyone this is the thing that's happening right we're here to see a horse race once you convince everyone that this is all, all this is about is about a horse race, then you can get all this shit done on the side. Do you know what I'm saying? You can now you're just using events as a means to maintain power and to and to tie up loose ends. You can use everything of a situation. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, everyone came to the horse race. Some people got their car broken into. Might have slapped some GPS units on the rich people's cars so we can get them back there. We might have. You know what I'm saying? Been able to hide a body in one of the horse trailers. Thanks because all these trailers are here now. Like, now you have this ecosystem. You know what I'm saying? Once you build this, once you have this world built, once you, once you do this world building, um, disinformation becomes, it almost feels like loony land, especially when you're the target of something and it's not true. Um, it's crazy. And think about the security guard. Maybe the security guard, right? Going back to the example of the horse race or whatever. Maybe the security guard knows that it's not true. But he's got to pay his fucking mortgage. Maybe the guys in the horse stall know maybe, uh, you know, the horse race is just a distraction or whatever. But that dude, you know what I'm saying? He's got, he's got to pay his mortgage. And this is a new opportunity for him. He, he was sweeping floors before. Now he's making $70,000 a year being a horse groomer and whatever. Like, it's just, it doesn't matter once an economy... Uh, you know, once a once a world is built around something, around an idea, or whatever, 
um, it's it's hard to break through that even though the tr- even though you have information or facts or whatever to back up the truth sooner or later like I said a whole a, think of it like a snow globe man like your world building this information is world building so many people's will come into opportunities because of a lie so many people will come into you know some people's lives will change because of a lie whatever and if you do it right and you understand how to incentivize people and how that cascading effect goes down like you can build a whole reality on um complete bullshit like I said, those scientific methods of persuasion, reciprocity, scarcity, authority, commitment, consistency, liking, consensus. Nowhere in that list did you find facts. It's why they say history is written written by the winners, dude. Anyways, thanks for listening. Hey, sorry if you guys hear noise in the background. Obviously, I'm out and about, uh, but, you know, I uh, a couple people commented on this podcast, and, um, you know, there's a difference between diversions, you know, creating a diversion or what have you, and disinformation, and uh, apparently I needed to put, like, a button on all this, because people are just like, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're explaining a lot of concepts, but you didn't kind of, like, explain the whole thing. Well, like, basically, disinformation is world-building. Uh, you're building identities, you're building narratives, um, you're trying to create, remember using the six scientific methods of persuasion, you're using those six scientific methods of persuasion to create a a false sense of reality, meaning like, so you can make a claim, but since we know that the human mind doesn't need facts to believe something, it actually relies on um, those six scientific methods of persuasion, you then manufacture those different um, elements of a narrative to support something that you say without ever presenting evidence or presenting falsified evidence or what have you. Um, but yeah, it's world building. And the, and the reason why you create the world, I guess you would call it world building, good disinformation campaigns. There are there are small disinformation campaigns like, um, you know, we, we know of movies like Ocean's Eleven, right? And basically they had all people who had their own identities and then they had to like work things, whatever. But since they were in control of the environment, um, you know, it wasn't essentially world building. So they had to create characters within the real world that seemed like they fit in, what have you. But that's still disinformation, you know, a false identity, what have you. But the guys who are really good at it, or when the government's involved in it, or when rich people are involved of it, and they own lots of infrastructure, etc., good disinformation is world building. You're building entire worlds. Um, I think a good kind of understanding of even better illustration is if you watch the movie 1984, where it has, you know, it shows how people's, you know, entire worlds were controlled, their information was controlled, and since their information was controlled, the perception of the world was controlled. Nothing was based off facts. The government just, if you've seen the movie before, just told them what happened during, like, wars. And so just told them what happened. No one no one questioned it. Um, and that's essentially the same thing. Disinformation, it's, it's world building. You're building a world. And um, if you have a network of people or you have lots of money or what have you, you can do that. You can build a world. And it's like, well, how can you build a world? Well, like I said, the six scientific uh, 
methods of persuasion. You're, the people you're targeting don't have to be given um, information or, 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 or facts. You can just allude, you can just make claims, and then have other people who are an authority figure. Remember, go down the line, the six scientific methods of persuasion. Yeah, that should be one of your guides. I, I had this whole podcast up uh, at the top or uh, uh, further along where I talk about, it's called Basic Bitch um, Behavioral, what is it called? Do, 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 do. Let me go back to it. Basic Bitch Psychological Warfare Masterclass, where I go over all the basic concepts that you should have a really strong understanding of. And uh, But yeah, you just world build, and you world build by using those six scientific methods of persuasion. So you and I mean, if you surround someone and, and make sure those six methods of pers- uh, scientific methods of persuasion, the things that your brain uses to make sense of the world or to think things are true, if you completely surround a person with that, um, perception as well as controlling their information, etc. which, you know, now that, I mean, bro, I talk about so much crazy shit that they've done to me. They've done real time deep fakes where they, um, will do like face puppeting live TV. Um, they'll inject, they'll inject things. And all of a sudden, like, you know what I'm saying? You'll have like your favorite show. Like we were watching everyone loves Raymond and all of a sudden, Raymond's brother starts breaking the fourth wall, talking about the thing that you're wearing or what have you. (laughs) It gets crazy. Um, They'll control the news that you see. They'll control what you see. I mean, but yeah, there's a difference between diversions and disinformation. But disinformation is world building. You're building worlds. You're building whole situations. And you don't have to back that world up with facts. You just have to back it up with the six scientific methods of persuasion. And it's, that sounds crazy, right? That sounds so, that sounds so bananas. Hold on, let me type, look that up. Really quick. So reciprocity, what are people getting out of this, this, this world that you're building? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the scarcity, why is, what are you presenting that is different than everybody else? So what sets you apart? The scarcity, what makes your, whatever you're doing, whenever, you know, the situation you're in, whatever, uh, um, um, um special, you know, then you have the authority, you have all the people who are essentially, you know, cops, police, um, prominent figures in the community, wealthy people repeating a narrative. Uh, and then there's commitment and consistency. So you keep repeating the narrative over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And you do things as if the narrative was true. So let's say you need everyone to believe someone broke into your car or someone broke into your car and you know who it is. Let's say Dave, Dave broke into my car and everyone was like, you don't have proof, whatever. And then you just keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it. Um, eventually you get some other people to start saying it. Um, you know, every time you go and you can, you talk to somebody saying, Oh, Dave broke into my car. Um, you, you know, you make sure you also like what it's called love bombing. So you just overwhelm them with like praise and, you know, pretty much like jerk off their ego or whatever. Um, do you know what I'm saying? You just commitment consistent. You keep saying that over and over and over. And then the commit, so there's commitment, right? So there's commitment, right? Or I'm sorry, there's consistency, right? Consi- Notice it's two words, commitment and consistency. It seems like the same words, right? Consistency is you don't stop saying it. Commitment means you do start doing things to Dave as if he really pissed you off. He really did that. Let's say Dave never broke in your car, but you need to engage Dave every time you see him as if, 
he did do that. So getting into fights with him, sabotaging things, telling everyone, well, he broke into my car and then start like breaking into his shit and stealing his shit, whatever. You just keep repeating the lie while you're, while you're doing things that would support that that lie would be true because people, people, um, perceive the mind perceives the fact that you are being consistent and you are committed to this narrative to the point where now your actions are involved shows people, oh, well, that must be true because why would he be breaking into his shit? Why would he be doing this? Why would he be doing that? So commitment, consistency, but regardless, yeah, disinformation, it's world building. You're building a world. And when you're wealthy and when you control and when you're wealthy, let's say you might control the media or God knows who know who knows what you might have a series of companies, uh, et cetera. When you can control the flow of information, you control what the authorities say and you control and you, 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 you pursue people as if they really did something, you know, they didn't. Our government lies like a motherfucker. We, you know what I'm saying? We just, we go to war for bullshit. I mean, Gulf of Tonkin. I think that's a, that's a classic one. Lots of older people know, but I mean, also you know, um, you know the current wars we've been uh, the one we just got out of we got lied into. But regardless, yeah. But good disinformation. It's it's you're building worlds, and then you have to um, commit to those worlds. You have to commit to those narratives. The authoritative members within the world that you created have to. And authority is authority doesn't have to be the actual cops too. You can just. Uh, the, the dominant members in a social group could just keep repeating that narrative or a strong person in that group, you know, because like strength is also an authority. You know what I'm saying? If you're strong, if you're somebody no one wants to fight or fuck with or whatever, and you can challenge lots of people, uh, then you can also make public displays of power that'll support the narrative. So, I mean, you really have to understand it, but essentially it's world building disinformation or good disinformation is world building. And when you commit to, like I used that whole example of the horse race and there's people who are watching the horse race, there's all these other players, there's all these other characters, what have you. As long as you commit to every single one of those roles, no one will, under, no one will understand, no one, right, no one will know what the purpose of that, um, that whole world you just built was. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you commit to all sorts and sorts of, sorts of things. But then you can also... You can also um, get lots of things done at the same time. And since there's layers, right, there's different players in your group. So let's say you have a bunch of corrupt people working for you at your at your at your horse track or whatever. Right. And all those things that got accomplished, like the guys moving the bodies, you know, the people stealing things out of the cars or what have you. Um, you never heard that whole saying on a need to know basis. Uh, disinformation is also on a need to know basis. So let's. Everyone at different lit, at different uh, rungs of the ladder is 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 let in on on what the actual truth is, you know, and what it is that we're also what we're going to project. So you also need to lie to the people who are your underlings or the people within your network because you can't trust. Even though let's say you're an organized in organized crime or even in the government, you can't trust a private first class with with top secret information about the ufos and shit as people move up the ladder you let them in on okay what is a lie and what isn't a lie you know what i'm saying in this disinformation it's kind of like security clearance levels so there's even people within your organization that are part of your world building who also in the dark and it's just this whole web but essentially d disinformation is world building which is why there's that very famous 
um, quote by William Casey, who's a former head of the CIA in 1981. He was a head of the CIA. He's quoted as saying, we'll know our disinformation camp, uh, disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Meaning even though you, so you build this world and there's lots of different stories and narratives. And since there's so many narratives, right, that could support why it is, let's say, why are you guys having this horse race here? And some people will say, oh, it's because, you know, we're here to, we're here to, um, you know, support local businesses and bring traffic to the area. And the other one is just like, we want to provide entertainment for people. Another one is, is, oh, well, we, uh, we, we breed horses and that's why we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, we're here to, you know, increase tax revenue for the city. So there's lots of stories. There's lots of reasons and no one will never know what's actually going on, but you have to commit to every storyline at every rung of the ladder and there's different players and there's different narratives within that. Just like watching a movie, how like you ever seen a movie and there's different stories going on watch it while you're watching the movie. And so you're like switching back between characters, etc. But there still is an overall theme to the movie. There still is an overall purpose. But they keep switching between characters, etc. while the main story is happening. So, yeah. And believe it or not, m- movie making is a... Uh, is also good world building. Uh, and it's also, believe it or not, why, um, uh, what's it called? Sometimes in the intelligence space, they will replace the word movie for mission um, uh, quite a few times, believe it or not. But uh, yeah, good disinformation is world building. And I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Inception, but the movie Inception, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a movie. Cool. But it also is a great illustration of disinformation. You notice how I was talking about world building. Well, that movie in particular teaches that sort of understanding. It gives you a model for 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 seeing that or for understanding that. Because notice how they're saying a dream within a dream. But what is a dream? A dream is fake. So... That, could also, that is also a great metaphor for how disinformation works. Just like how you create a um, horse race, and then within the horse race, you're actually getting rid of a body, and within that horse race, you're also rigging the game, within the horse race, blah, 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 blah. So a world within a world is like saying, hey, we're lying about this because we're really doing this. And you notice how they're saying, how in the movie also, they're like, the... You know what I'm saying? Dreams within dreams is basically how I was explaining on how people at different levels of your organization can be purposefully misinformed about your overall mission. And as you go up the ladder, you start you start learning about what is bullshit, what isn't bullshit. So there's layers to disinformation, even if even the organization who's committing the act for some sort of gain. And uh, and the the movie. Um, Inception provides a great kind of understanding, and believe it or not, that whole movie is was about deception. Um, now, would be something that'll kind of blow your dome on that is if you you should go, you need to go watch the movie called The Game. Go watch a movie called The Game, and basically, the game is this guy who these this rich guy. Um, it's starring Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. 
It's starring Michael Douglas, and he's a rich guy. He's got rich friends, and one of his rich friends paid for a bunch of um, military uh, security contractors. It was a contract out to create a whole experience for him um, to make him think that one thing was going on when it was something else. And at the end of the movie, it just ends up being a birthday present, you know what I'm saying, what have you. But now if you were to take the concept of the movie, the game, and within every scene, now within every single world that is an inception, superimpose that as the, the, the um, synopsis for the movie, the game. And it's different levels and layers of security contractors who are there being told, this is our target, this is the reason why we're doing it. And there's actually three groups within that overall giant group, who, and they each are let in on the actual truth of what they're doing, because they have to even keep their own people in the dark, because it's a security measure. But that movie Inception, perfect example. Um, this information is world building. They built a world around that um, that naive, affluent gentleman to convince him to, um, you know, uh, dissolve his father's companies and, 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 and not continue his father's legacy. And a rich, uh, Asian businessman paid for that service. And it's one thing to, um, do a hostile takeover, but of large organizations, a hostile takeover might cost billions and billions and billions and billions. And if you really want to know how the difference between a billion and a million, a million seconds, right? A million seconds is 12 days, but a billion seconds is 31 years. So if, you know, the reason why I believe that gentleman uh, in the movie, the, the cause behind it, the overall cause is because most likely if he's trying to acquire that company, whatever, he, he, he made a business decision. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, he probably enjoyed the sexiness idea of it, right? To convince that guy to dissolve his company, whatever. But the difference between millions and billions is huge. Whereas you could, for, you know, $10 million or so, or probably more than $10 million, probably like 30 If you really wanted to get the correct reaction for about $30 million, you can get a very talented, large uh, security contractor, essentially Pentagon contractor who does also does private work for private parties um, to create that world. And so he was actually saving money, believe it or not, the business guy in that movie. He was saving money most likely because the difference between millions and billions is humongous. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why he went that route. You could just say, why do you go through all that drama? I love how people say, why do you go through all that drama in that movie Inception? Well, because it's most likely to save money. Um, you know, so for you know, for uh, acquiring giant companies or whatever, yeah, it costs billions and billions for him to, him to buy all that stock. But if you can convince that dude to dissolve it, then he'd probably save himself a hefty, hefty, hefty fine. And we got a great movie out of it, right? But yeah, good disinformation is a world building. Oh, and one more thing. I think an even greater illustration of why would a security contractor hire a bunch of people and then purposefully keep different layers and levels of people within the organization in the dark? Well, the same reason why in movies sometimes they'll have the actors stay apart um, or they won't tell one actor about what's going to happen in a scene and the other one because they want their reaction to be realistic so they can sell the lie. Do you understand? So that's why they'll purposefully keep different levels of people in case they have to use those people in the organization 
to really sell something, you know, whether it be there one, you know, they're told, hey, we need you to guard this building. In reality, they needed to um, take someone along with them in a controlled environment to like penetrate a building. And they needed the other side to really look like they're fighting or what have you and really believe it or what have you. Um, but yeah, just like actors, how they, uh, and direct directors will have separate actors and sometimes they won't tell actors about certain things or what have you because they want realistic uh, reactions as well. So also serves a multiple purpose, not just for security reasons. Um, sometimes they'll keep different people in the dark about things because they also need them to play roles within a larger narrative and they need their reactions to be realistic. So there you go there. But yeah, disinformation is great disinformation is world building if you ever want to get good at disinformation start studying all these behavioral psychology stuff and also study film because in film you're world building you're learning to play with emotions when to use music how to frame shots you know i'm saying casting etc um yeah great disinformation is world building